I'd like to give a good forewarning to a lot of our listeners, all of our listeners, I should say, this week on RSPN. Jeff is coming in here Live with in a snow. very good vibe. Jon Snow. A very good groove. I am. He did not explain to me who Jon Snow is as of yet, so we'll, we'll, I, I kind of want to go down the road of who Jon Snow is, but I think we're going to find out very soon in this week's episode of RSPN. So everybody, welcome once again to another wonderful week in the world of the Alpha Sport, and I'm pointing with such adrenaline in my index finger. All right. To my desk. You just turn your mic up, man. Why because you just turn we have your mic up? In the, I, I don't want to get anybody deaf. I don't want to make anybody deaf. Hard flex just now. Was that a hard flex? You just turned your mic up. I have adrenaline in my index finger? I didn't turn it up. That's just me. Oh, my God. That's Al Natural, baby. You thought I turned my, you thought I turned my mic up? This show is sponsored by Veneers, man. Let's <laughs> get going, man. Talking about Roman Reigns ones, those ones are Roman, nice. Yeah, I can't yeah. even go lie. Roman's Reign, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns is a nice Roman's set. Bizarre. Y'all, y'all got y'all paid the same. I got the same doctor. No, we didn't. Yes, you did. Stop no, it. we did. Well, actually, he is in Florida. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you better be careful. I'm I don't you. know. This is nice. This is nice, though. This is nice. But we'll leave. We'll leave everything with Roman Reigns for the A show on Wednesday. We have very important things to talk about this week, especially with our guest that I'm very happy to have. An associate editor in Double XL, but you've read his words in Noisy, Complex, and Genius as well. And I would love to have the opportunity to not only talk about the most recent 2020 Double XL freshman cover, but I also want to talk a little bit of the number one draft pick because he and Jeff are going to pull off the impossible, stealing the Minnesota Timberwolves from Kevin Garnett. <laughs> <laughs> you might be able to read his bylines as oh, Robert Seabrook the third, but we refer to him on RSPN as the, the third. Robbie Rav. Robbie Rav the third. Man. Robbie, <laughs> how are you and how excited are you to talk about the Minnesota Timberwolves playing with number one once again? Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. First of all, thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate it. I'm very happy to be here. Um, that's a very funny introduction, as, as per usual. Um I am ecstatic that we have the first pick. When I was watching it on TV, the thing is, I think I mentioned in the chat, yo, the draft lottery tonight, and that I didn't say anything, and then I almost <laughs> forgot about it. <laughs> and then I randomly remembered it was on and turned it on and came in at the perfect time. Like, I came in right after the entire internet realized that the Knicks got the eighth pick, and I couldn't re- understand why everybody was talking about the Knicks and was laughing at them. Because it happens so often. Once again. Um, but <laughs> but, again. but shout out Elton. Yeah. <laughs> Elton. Elton. I don't want to hear a single fucking Elton, word from Elton this no, week. No, I'm, I'm, I'm cutting a promo on Elton today. A, well. a promo on Elton? <laughs> I, ho- I, hope you're, I hope you're paying attention this week, Elton. No, man, Elton been wilding out on me on social media. It's time. I got to cut it, man. This man is angry as hell. <laughs> That's <laughs> what happens when you represent an organization that has the history and the lineage of the Knickerbockers of <laughs> New York City, New York. That is what happens. Something about calling them by their like full alias is like, it's just something about it. You know, the energy is just different when you call them Knickerbockers. You know how like your mom used to say your entire yep. first, middle, and yep. last name when you're in trouble? That's exactly where I'm going with this. <laughs> That's what happens. Eighth pick. Take that. <laughs> now we're actually going to get into some draft lottery talk a little bit later in the show. We're going to save 
the Timberwolves. What actually what Jeff is referring to as Timberwolves propaganda day. This yeah. is going to be we pushing the whole message. The message is getting pushed. Like it's so crazy right now, Mark. I've been on this show with you for a few years. As soon as I express, as soon as the D'Angelo Russell shit happened, I expressed some more interest in another player, and niggas laughed at me, bro. They laughed at me. Today oh, yeah. is the day. Today is the oh, day yeah? we eat today. I'm, a pushing, lot of, I'm pushing the agenda. A lot of a lot of I was tolds this week on, on RSPN. I will <laughs> yeah, say. I was told. I was told. The I the I was told his di- the I was told hits different when it actually when it actually pays off. You can't do the I was told too early. No. I might be doing the I was told too early, but again, the aura is different this week. It is. Now you always do the I was told too early, especially when it's Ow! <laughs> <laughs> like like <laughs> like like I don't know what it is, bro. Like you you don't yeah, you definitely this did it earlier this week, and I responded to you, and I forgot what exactly you were saying, but you definitely did it earlier. Like you, de- you definitely did it last week, and I was like, "Son, please." The he, only thing that I said last week, and you, you did tweet me saying forcing old newsboy to, to to hit hit this with me on Tuesday. Oh yes, I want I want you to hit the I want you to hit the summer sweep with me, the elephant man sweep, which you you, you did call that right. You know, you called it <laughs> happen, but I don't know if ever in your life has anybody asked you to do the summer sweep with them. It has not happened yet until you. You and I are going to do a summer sweep. Robbie mm. knows about the summer sweep. He'll tell he'll 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 tell you about he'll tell you about his days ten years ago hitting the summer sweep. Ain't that right, Robbie? <laughs> ten years ago. Why are you why are you why are you doing this, man? The song came out ten years ago. Big year, big year in reggae, 2009, 2010. Dance hall, hey, I should say. Well, reggae, dance hall. You know, right. It depends which company you keep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. To call it. Right. Either or. Yeah. I don't know if you can get me to do it. I'm not sure. I'm not a. I'm not a dancing. You saw. You saw Elephant Man dancing, do it. Yeah. You can do it. You know. Just, just turn your foot into a broom. Uh, <laughs> wow. Hit <laughs> <laughs> the arms up a little bit. Left. We we just got a summer sweep. There are two, there are two <laughs> things that we have to summer sweep for this week. Mm-hmm. All right, Mark. <laughs> like I can't do nothing with you, dog. Like I can't do nothing with you today. Like this. Is Why just- not? Why can't we summer sweep? There's two. There's two sweeps this week. Let's let's go. One of the. What do you mean? Let's go. Okay. So, all right, so let's talk. All right. So clearly, clearly, Jeff does not want a summer sweep. But, hey, I just want to get to my Timberwolves segment. Let's go. Let's talk about this. Oh, so you, so you just want to give the the propaganda and the blueprints to everybody on how you're going to take over and steal oh, the Timberwolves from Kevin Garnett. Oh man, it's deeper. It's deeper than it's deeper than me and Robbie owning the Timberwolves. This is for the culture. This is for the culture. We about to bring. We about to bring three best friends. We about to bring three best friends together to play basketball and win trophies, man. That's what we're here for, man. Friendship and winning. Friendship. And Friendship. Winning. Really? It. Is that is that is that what you're hiding? Is that what you're hiding this underneath? Friendship. <laughs> yeah, man. Y'all seen the pictures, man. I sent the pictures, man. But let's just summer sweep a little bit. Can we just go to Philly? Let's let's go to Philly. Let's go. To <laughs> I we got to get this shit over. Like, I, 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 I just want to get it over with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's let's, gonna let's, be quick and pale. I, I just want a summer. I just want a summer sweep real quick. Folks, get get ready. It's banter time. <laughs> banter time. I, I just want to discuss. I just wanted to discuss the Boston Celtics. Okay. Big congratulations to the Boston Celtics. Yes, they're very. They good. had a, a very good series against the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. Swept the Philadelphia 76ers and are now moving on to the second round to face Toronto because mm-hmm. Toronto, another opportunity that we have to summer sweep, they cleaned up the Brooklyn Nets in fairly convincing fashion after that game two was a little mm-hmm. bit of a scare. They dropped 150 points in that game four. Mm-hmm. Shitload of points to drop in a playoff game. It is. 
to now advance in the second round. So the defending NBA champions playing up against the Boston Celtics. What's happening out in Philadelphia seems to be a little bit more difficult to try and see a lot more of what is in front of them because now they have to deal with going back home for one and Mm -hmm. two, firing (laughs) their head coach that has been pretty much the face of the entire process since this time in Brett Brown. What is with the laughter? I'm not even I'm not even delivering this news. I'm not even delivering this news with a smile on my face. Yeah, well, that is not true because I can I can hear the I hear the I hear the nears. But what I what I Listen, (laughs) what I do want to say is about about that is, you know, the Brett Brown situation is my thing is I don't know what's going on with the Sixers because even adding a new scheme or coach to this team, I don't think fixes it at all. Um, And we may get to a point, you know, where I know there's like these Embiid rumors of trade and all that, even though that would probably be one of the biggest. That's a difficult trade to to get through. But at at some point, man, they're going to have to sit back and say, hey, this this process is not it's not working. Like, you know, I don't, I mean, Ben Simmons not being a part of uh, this team, you know, for this bubble situation is, I mean, I think it was bad, but I don't know. I still see the outcome the same, you know, maybe not as, as reckless as, you know, losing the way that they did, but I don't, I don't really, I don't believe in the Sixers. Um, (laughs) I just don't, you know, and I don't, I don't really believe in them with the new head coach. Uh, Hopefully they just bring somebody young in and try to, you know, fix some things, maybe trade some players, gain some assets, see if they can convince some free agents to come over. But they need they need a little bit more, man. Tobias Harris ain't it. They're gonna get they were gonna get turned into uh fertilizer no matter what. Uh but uh right they would have they would have put up more of a fight if Ben was there, but it wouldn't have mattered because they still weren't getting out of there alive. I didn't think they um, would take it. Right. Like I did right. Like nobody I didn't really buy it. Um but uh I just wanna take this moment to have a little callback moment because you remember when they jumped cat and everybody was laughing yep um <laughs> i could not forget what what are they now are uh, the sixes are a pack now 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 what process pack in the air this gas or what i like that <laughs> yeah. uh-huh cat at the crib with jordan you know what i'm saying <laughs> It's probably easier to fire him during the bubble. Ain't nobody gonna remember this in two years, so it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> you know but, what? What, but what? But what? But what fixes this essentially? Because they're no, they're already no. eyeing Ty Lue. I don't yeah, know if that not, makes Joel Embiid very happy. No, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I, I mentioned bringing a new coach in. I mean, I'm not sure who you're looking at. Who's gonna? You know, Ty Lue is Alvin Gentry gonna get another opportunity? Like I don't. Who's coming in to to fix what they have? Right. I think also, too, I think the thing about the Sixers is like, well, number one, I find people wanting to fire Brett Brown two seasons ago. I find that really weird because the problem with the Sixers, their biggest problem is not really coaching. It's like the team makeup. It makes no sense. Like their roster is built like a 16 year old who just got 2K and just like, yo, just let me get yeah. the most fire players on the team and like hope for the best. Like that's mm-hmm. the real problem. And honestly, as much as I like Ben Simmons, and he is a mismatch, and he is a great defensive player and a, a good playmaker. It it, it is still. I, I feel like even playing him at point at times does take away from you know the entire chemistry. I mean, he does what he does, and he's good at it. So they can't. It's it's you can't really ignore it. Like you have to do what's best for the team as far as what adds up the most. But 
Um, there were some things that like, you know, we talked about the Fultz thing. I know Cam is really big on on Fultz as well. And so am I. Like, yeah. I, I still feel like that was a premature decision to to let that rock, you know, and, and let that happen. Let it go. Like there's there's just things that to me are questionable about the, the team's makeup overall. And I mean, can it be fixed? Yeah, but it's going to take I feel like it's going to take a, a lot more than they can act, handle at this moment. You know, getting in free agents that want to go there. Um, I mean, who who wants to? I'm not saying nobody wants to play there, but it's like that. No, nah, go ahead, say it. I like, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Like Robbie said, like it's a hard place at this point in time to like plug and play players over there because right. look at what they look at what they have. What you're gonna have to move somebody. It's not yep. working. It's not working. Like regardless, and and if Embiid is this, you know, generational center, then they shouldn't be going out how they did. But that's a whole nother. <laughs> oh, that was dark. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know he's he's damn good. Like, but I mean, at some at certain point, like you know, I want to see I want to see those type of players like take it over. As soon as Ben Simmons got hurt, like there was no. I mean, I saw I saw Embiid basically say like you know we're not gonna lay down or whatever. But like that's Look, basically what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they basically uh-huh. did lay down. Like the whole energy around the organization, like totally shut down when Ben when Ben went out like nobody had any faith and that was weird for me like I was like this don't seem like you know this don't seem like no 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 team even with Ben right. Simmons injured nobody called sweep no, before no. all of this before all this went down and big props to Tobias Harris for actually taking a, a fall that was as bad as that and cracking his eye I, th- I think they referred to it specifically as an eye laceration coming back and trying to play those last few minutes to just so that you don't have to have that feedback coming back at you after the game saying, Oh, you got injured and you left. He didn't have to do that. I, I exactly. I but you know, but you know how to you know how to <laughs> yeah. No, no, for sure. I, I wasn't thinking about that shit anyway. Like, you know, if he if he couldn't come back in because of his eye cut, whatever, again, like, I mean, that's cool, bro. Like, I'm not I'm not tripping. Like, I'm not questioning it. Tobias Harris is like not my guy, but at the same time, he knows he knows what the main focus is over there. Yeah. Jay Cole's not your man. Oh God! <laughs> can I, be, can I be honest? I think like, like all right. So Tobias got the bag, right? So they they definitely dropped the bag on him already, right? All right. So if I hit my head off the hardwood that hard in a in a series that we're getting smoked in, I'm you're out, never bro. gonna see me on the court again. <laughs> like, I'm never it. touching the court again. You're not seeing me next Eyes rolling yeah. in the back of your head. Ain't nobody picking that deal up. I don't know how they're gonna be able to move Tobias. Tobias that's what I'm saying. Tobias not gonna be moved. Unless he's in a package with Embiid, but I don't know how they can. That's that's a lot of money to take on for one team. Like Ben Simmons is not going nowhere though. He's gonna be there till it's over. And, <laughs> you know, he's the money maker. Like you know, he's marketable. You know, light skin, tall. Wow. <laughs> what? What? Playmaker. He's marketable. He's marketable. He he's he's light skin. He's light skin. What is this? Are you doing the mulatto bag right is, now? Embiid. Oh, 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 you saying racial slurs now? It's the rapper's name. Embiid is marketable, but it's just he has. He gets He has too much. Right? There's too. There's a lot of criticism that he gets that Ben has been able to avoid. Mm-hmm. Like when when the Sixers lose, people don't really blame Ben. They blame Ben because it's funny, but sports <laughs> media usually leans towards it's because of Embiid. Yeah, and yeah, Embiid yeah. kind of earned that because He's you know annoying. he got in shape. I think of Nod when he was on Power 105, when he was talking about flex, dropping bombs all corny and all that, change of format. That, that's that's what that's what I look at whenever I see that. Don't let him talk about you can't he's playing this over your record. What's that aging record they got? Dropping bombs all corny. 
that's, that's what I see whenever I see Joel Shimmy. Change your format. Dude, <laughs> Listen, all I want to all I want to do to end this the Sixer talk is <laughs> Tobias and and then B should have put up a, a you know more of a fight. And to me, the fact that they didn't lets me know they weren't behind the coach anyways. Uh, and they were probably just like, well, we're not going to stay in this bubble. I feel like they did mentally give up anyways when Simmons left. And that was that was it, man. So they're going back to Philly, as Mark would say, to eat cheesesteaks. Now, Boston, in Boston's case, at least, they are going to have the opportunity to face Toronto where they are facing the uh, 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 the Toronto Raptors. Of course, the, the, not only the defending NBA champions, but the most <laughs> recent winner of coach of the year in Nick Nurse. So shout out to Nick Nurse winning coach of the year over Mike Budenholzer. It was a very good conversation on that on Play for Keeps this past week as well but as nick nurse is going on to the second round and and is hoping to make the conference finals to at least be able to appear in another nba finals without Kawhi leonard which would be 100 amazing for toronto uh the nets despite their elimination are also trying to make some moves now that everything is over and they are going back home mm-hmm. you want we got to talk this we have to talk this obviously they did not have the cavalry this 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 this, this playoffs yeah. they were without kyrie irving very early without kevin durant very early it's going to be very soon in the next season that Kyrie's not going to be sitting forever. Kevin's not going to be sitting forever. This train now has to start rolling. And I don't know if that train continues to roll the way that they would like it to be without a legendary coach. And I think Brooklyn knows that. So now reports are coming out that they have eyes on Greg Popovich. Right. Um, well, I mean, <laughs> look. It, it, That's I mean, a unison whelp. So I, <laughs> I don't know if there's look. a lot of faith. In, in Brooklyn getting pop. Here's, here's what I'll say. Here's what I'll say. Um, if it happens, obviously, you know, Brooklyn will be throwing a lot of cash at, at, at pop. Um, my thing is, to be to be honest, like, I think they have the the resources to, to persuade them. Just if you want me to be honest. I mean, it's Kevin Durant, it's Kyrie. Now, if there's real truth behind this, at the end of the day, I just the way Popovich is, like, we kind of we kind of see how his energy is, you know, how he speaks to the media. I don't know if he'll even like, I don't know, man. Like he's been with the Spurs for so long. I'm not sure. I'm I'm not sure if he has any interest on truly leaving. Like, even if this is an attractive situation for him, you know, uh, I will say this though. If it happens, we have to laugh extremely hard at the Knicks. (laughs) Because they're they're They have another decade of irrelevant. another, Another decade. And this is for Elton. Look, if, if the Nets get Greg Popovich, yeah, we 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 slam the Knicks even harder. Absolutely, because it's going to be a whole another ten years and a whole lot of more picks, hoping for the number one. If this happens, I'm one hundred percent for slandering the Knickerbockers of New York City, New York. But I don't know. I, I'm trying to picture. I'm trying to picture Kyrie and Kevin with Greg. Obviously, for the past couple of years, Greg has been dealing with a whole lot and and has kind of eased his role out of head coach. Essentially, I mean, he's still he's still head of the Spurs, obviously, but he still well, had Becky Hammond that jumps in as oh, she God. does her head coaching as well. And as things as things have happened a lot with his family, that it feels like he would like to get more into an area where okay, my time is done head coaching, at least in San, maybe maybe just with San Antonio, and he'd like to bring that back and now start dealing with family at the area that he is in in his life. Yeah. But does Kyrie and Kevin sweeten up that pot? 
That's what I'm saying. I, I think all I'm saying is it would be an attractive move if he, for whatever reason, would decide to go to one of the toughest, you know, media outlets <laughs> for NBA. If, if he wants to do that, like, I don't, I don't that is know. A roar of, that's a roar of laughter. Yeah, because the city, it's great. Right, go ahead. It's Greg Popovich going to New York media to, to play basketball. I just, I, I mean, hey, I feel like it's, you know, water and oil there in, in that sense. But who knows? I mean, it is an attractive, like, it's an attractive situation. I will say that. New York media is insane. I'm laughing. I mean, because, you know, obviously, like, I grew up in it. And, like, New York sports media is, media is insane. And it doesn't matter what you do. Like, let the Nets lose, like, three games in a row. Like, <laughs> he's going to get demolished on the back of the post for no reason whatsoever, just because. Great like, not enough. And, and just right, like, it's right, right. And, it, like, and I don't understand. I don't understand why he would subject himself to, <laughs> to, to that. It, it, um, be rare, and he has to get a bunch of guys to buy in to what he's doing. And he would have to get them to do it quickly because if he came, right, how many more years is he coaching? Yeah, he's like got a three commit, years, maybe a three, four year deal or something. If he does this for sure. I right. Mean, right. I can't. Unless Brooklyn so, 100% know. wants to do a one and done and just be like, hey, come over here and just uh, deal you with can't the one and done a coach. Whatever, whatever you want to do. <laughs> and you might, if Brooklyn, if Brooklyn really wants to spice it up, hey, pop, <laughs> just come over here for a year. Just, just, just go ahead and cheat. Just go ahead and come, here, come here and cheat for a year. year. Two years, two years, eighty million or some shit to come over there <laughs> and wild out with KD and Kyrie. This one, just come on, come over here and just. just, just I think the only person bit. who can get Kyrie to play defense is Greg Popovich. That's so, I mean, that would be, wow, that might be worth. <laughs> Maybe why they're pushing. You know, you never know. Lakers, Lakers games. gave Portland forty points in the first quarter. A forty-point first quarter. Yeah. So how I much mean, Portland it, have? Not that many. <laughs> we're actually recording right now. For those who are listening, we are recording right now in the middle of the Lakers and the Trailblazers. As yeah, right now, we will not have that coverage. But yeah, like eighteen points, twenty points in the first. What did you like about uh, now? Now that we're talking about Lakers and and uh, Timberwolves, not not to not to drop what happened between Utah and Denver again. That's a that's a really good series that I think a lot of people are going to have some more eyes on Donovan Mitchell if they end up cleaning this up three one. Uh, Denver will have to do a whole lot. I already saw Rudy Gobert put Jokic in song that I was thinking of Metallica. If you listen to Metallica and you listen to that last part of one, that was Jokic's mindset as of right now. Oh, that's that's what it is. Absolute darkness. I cannot breathe. I gotta die. Listening to this show understands that. (laughs) I'm a Metallica fan. I'm a Metallica fan. Listening to RSPN. So am I, but I, but as soon I'm, as they hear darkness impersonate me, they'll they'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, let us hope. Let us hope. That was a crazy oh, inside baseball reference right there. Like, like ESPN's not a reference in Metallica. Who who but who, 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 who but RSPN? Who but RSPN? <laughs> Only us will talk about Brent Fias and Metallica on the same show. Who who, who else? <laughs> You think my you think Greenberg is re- referencing Brent Fias in the morning? No, no. <laughs> absolutely not. What did you think of LeBron and Melo? I saw a lot of people that were very happy to see them battle out at their age as of right now. A lot of that 30 and up was crowd that is watching the NBA. Uh, LeBron and Melo on the last Lakers and Trailblazers game, they had a couple of series, a couple of possessions where they were battling against each other. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a throwback to what was going on between Cleveland and Denver. A little bit of a throwback to what was going on between Miami and New York City, even though that wasn't really a burnal. But how did you like it? 
<laughs> what happened? Hello? Y'all hear me? <laughs> You're a fool, bro. Y'all good? <laughs> cool, man. I mean, I was happy to see it. You know, I mean, you know, I, I definitely, I definitely was one of the people who did not believe in Bello because I mean, he was playing terribly. You know, but <laughs> he's he's back now. He's playing well. I mean, right. I mean, sorry, I had to say that. You got to be honest about it. Like, be honest. We were he on- was not playing well. You had everybody who did not believe in him had reason to not believe in him. It's like Absolutely. he was playing good and we were just hating. That's people not were happened. mad. People were mad. We were hating. I'm like, bro. <laughs> So if your apology won't be as loud as the as the big was. Your apology won't be as loud. Why is he not playing on a team? It's like, bro, did you see him play the last time he played? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, thankfully, Yamela escapes. He found his position, and who knows what happens within this next week between the Lakers and the Trailblazers? I feel you like Lakers fans happen. are still, yeah, Laker fans <laughs> are still. You know, <laughs> we had to, we had to, we had to ask it, we had to ask it last week because it's like. As good as Portland is, Portland, great team. But how scared are, are you really of Laker? <laughs> the are they? Are they can we discuss okay. that? Yeah, no, we <laughs> have to discuss the, uh, the are they. The are they hits like a are bullet they? to the chest. <laughs> are they? The, are they the, the, the is it? The is it? The are they? The I think it's the is it and the are they. If you get a is it or are they in your uh, as, a, as a quote retweet, just know it's hitting like a like a bullet yeah. to the heart. The tone changes when you say it too. It's like you're you're almost asking yourself the question. Is yeah. it? <laughs> you go introspective and go, oh yeah. shit, is it? And you have to think about like three reasons. You know, those like five paragraph essays you used to write. <laughs> and you think of those quick three reasons that you're about to, about about to show up as of right now. That's what happens when you see the is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like Laker fans are kind of scared, but not scared enough to the point where it's like, yeah, we're about to lose a series. Yeah. If we yeah. want to discuss fandom in Los Angeles for people who are pretty worried about losing a series right now, surprisingly enough, it's the damn Clippers. And I really shouldn't say surprisingly enough because we've had more than enough Clipper conversation on this show specifically. I think I've even told Jeff in season one, I do not want to hear a single other word about the Los Angeles Clippers ever again in my life. You did. But you things did. change. Things did change. We didn't know it was going to look like this in season one. We had exactly. No yeah, yeah. We did not expect to have to have last summer it. happen for the Los Angeles Clippers. Me, if you would have told me when we when we first started RSPN that I'm going to call him by his weak-ass nickname, PG-13 and, and, and Kawhi would be on the same team. Excuse me, sir. Playoff P is his, is his nickname. Come on, man. Playoff P is the one that he. You want you want to talk about that? Who gave him that name? Um, We did discuss. What did Pierce? Hand given nicknames do not count. Stop giving yourself the nicknames, man. Playoff P. This is trash. I thought you were going to go PG thirteen percent from three there, but (laughs) it didn't look like it was going that way. So PG thirteen is like I'm glad he never like I don't think he marketed it. Thank God. No, I think, I, I think he did. I think he, he did. Mm, those shirts must be sitting still. Paul George's yeah, marketing has not been YG, the best. Tra- he changed his name to YG Tracy. On, yeah, uh, YG Tracy didn't hit. Awful. Awful. Mm, <laughs> then I'm the not. Gatorade commercial. I'm not here. I'm not here for it. Poor I'm Paul. Here. I'm not here for it. Poor hey, man, he, he's the one who decided to go to the Clippers. I can't really. Right. There's really no poor, like, you know, you chose, you chose that. I'm watching the timeline, and it's like, wow. Don't, to get off Why, the timeline, bro. 
<laughs> if I can't get off the timeline, Paul really cannot get off the timeline because I'm just watching 100% slander from the first second of the first quarter all the way until the end. And if I'm watching that in real time, he is for sure. As soon as that bell is over, as soon as that, as soon as that bell sounds, he's like, "All right, guys, good game, good game. We'll get him next time." Yeah, Jumps yeah. right on Twitter and scrolls and scrolls and scrolls and scrolls and, scrolls and reads. <laughs> Everything. Not to mention that Lillard uh, definitely planted the biggest worm in his head before this playoffs could start to begin with. But then again, it's his fault. Bro, listen, listen. The ESPN stat page said Paul George is the first player to shoot under 25% in three straight playoff games since – since Bob Cozy in nineteen in nineteen sixty, and this dude, I don't know this guy. This guy's name is Allen Robinson on Twitter. I don't know how he has Allen Robinson's handle, but this is not Allen Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> he said, first player since segregation." <laughs> no, he didn't say that. He did. Bro. He didn't say first player since segregation. <laughs> Y'all right now, like this is how bad like Paul George really did. But sometimes guys be showing they you just tell like, man, you're a questionable. Nigga, like you know, like you know, you're picking with, you're picking with dude outside of work, he's probably like a tad bit off. You know what I'm saying? Like maybe he'll cool, maybe he can hoop, you know, but like he's weirdo. And I feel like that is Paul George right now. I agree. That's why Dame got at him so aggressively. Yeah. You know? uh, <laughs> like you gotta understand, like you, bro. you gotta like read between the lines sometimes. I think, especially when you're looking at like celebrities or something like that, where they have like a minor tiff. But the, somebody says a really like personal thing that seems to be questioning their character. That yeah. means they thought this person was a lame the entire time. Like that's all that means. A nigga tells like, you stop running from the grind. How do you take that? Yeah, how do you <laughs> stop running from the grind? That's awful. Bro. You boys are chumps. Y'all keep switching teams. <laughs> Jeez, I mean, honestly, like stop I'm running not, from that grind. That's the disrespectful thing you can tell an NBA player. I'm thinking about that shit for sure. Like, like I'm not gonna. I'm like, damn man, he really told me. Yeah. <laughs> So now every time he's trying to launch over Tim Hardaway Jr., he just sees Lillard's head <laughs> flashing over him. And Dame is cold. He's cold. Like he's not. He's not somebody like. He's one of the best players in the league. Period. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. It's 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 hard to like ignore him. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I know you because you know they're in there. They're in their suites watching the games. Like they see him because he he went like fifty. 40, 50, like right after that situation, and you're just like, what can you really say to him? Nothing. Also, PG ran from the grind twice. And he's twice. Gonna do it again. <laughs> he ran twice. He's gonna and he's gonna run again after this doesn't work out. So it's just oh, if, crazy. if he does no, if he does it, if he does it again, if he does it again, the slanders, the slanders heating up. <laughs> That's adding a lot more charcoal to the fire. How long is he gonna stay there? How long is he gonna he gonna be a Clipper? For how long? Let's be real here. Like I, I can see him got three years. I can see him both. <laughs> Both opting out, yeah. Hey, man, to be honest, I would be so sick if I was a. Oh my god, if I was a Clippers fan, I would throw up. I would throw <laughs> up. Oh, we have to find one first. But this is. But this right. is. Oh, actually, that is true. Have we had a Clippers yeah. fan on the show yet? I don't think we've had a oh, Clippers they, fan. On the I don't show know yet. anybody like. <laughs> bro, have you met a Clippers fan in real life? Never mind the show. Um, who's a Clippers fan? Vince Stables is a Clippers fan. California. <laughs> I don't know no niggas who love the Clippers. Like I that don't. were putting the knuckles to their head. You didn't know anybody that was putting the knuckles to their head back they in the day. Like, they just like Darius and Q. They didn't really like <laughs> wearing the jersey really backwards. Like the swag. That was about it. Man. Also, they, also, 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 they just stole the swag. They didn't think that the clip that Lamar Odom was going to actually be uh, 
What did what did Lamar Odom make his legacy? The Lakers. Right. The Lakers tells you everything you need to know about the Clippers. Oh, it's a crazy thing I want to tell y'all that I realized way after the fact. That Clipper team was actually trash. I didn't realize that they were like, like you would think that they were like smoking teams and winning like mad games that mad. Like, no, they really weren't. They were just cool. So they were putting all the knuckles to their head and they were fucking 30 something and, and 50? <laughs> Look at their records. They were a mid team. They were, like a mid, they were no. a mid team. Wait. 2003 <laughs> Los Angeles. Oh, and this is the Lakers. 2003 Los Angeles Clippers. Let's take there a was look. Some shake. Well, as we well as we actually take a look at the 2002-2003 <laughs> Los Angeles Clippers, let's 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 think about a player on the current Clippers that may have fucked it up for everybody. Where are we? And I know we had this conversation this past weekend as things are now pretty calmed down about it as he has apologized. But Montrezl Harrell pissing Luka Doncic off enough. Oh God, are we really about to talk about this? That Luka was just <laughs> like, hey man, you know, bad uh, things are said. The Clippers were twenty-seven to fifty-five. <laughs> I told you they smoked. Never, it was never that. It was never as fire as like the pitchers make it seem. Like. Right, the the pitchers make them look so cool and like they were so good, and they just they were not a good team. So Montrezl Harrell says something that ends up pissing off Jay Williams. It's no, a big no, 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 conversation. No, no. No, what did he say? We're not, we're not talking about Jay Williams on this fucking show. Bro. What did he say? <laughs> well, Rob, good thing that you asked, Robbie. Ah, bro. Look, I don't think we've ever hey, had. Man, I don't think we've ever used the term sport. Okay, <laughs> can't. Jay Williams went to fucking Duke, bro. It tells you everything. You <laughs> oh, that's the beef. It's because he went to Duke. That's the beef. Listen to listen to him talk. Listen to him talk, bro. Just, just <laughs> it's like what now, are you talking about? I can't believe he went on on live or whatever he went on to, to like. He was he looked like he was about to shed a tear for for Luca. Luca didn't. Yeah, care he was about, about to cry. Him. He definitely was about to cry. You think Luca cared about that? This is a bit, I mean, if, if if he did, he definitely played a good card, definitely had a good poker face, because I will say this with a note that this is a very inclusive podcast. We welcome all listeners from all different races oh, around the on, world. Man, say is we, but we have never used the term pussy ass white boy. Ooh, who hasn't? I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's not. I don't, think that's, I don't think that's accurate. Was that, was that used in the China episode? Was that used in the China episode? I've, I've, I mean... Listen, it's not that serious. It's not that hey, serious. Man. That's how that's how he felt at the moment. He had to get that off his chest. He, had to get it off, off, bro. he, didn't, call, he didn't call him a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> is that the line? Yeah. I think that, I think that is the line. I think that is I, the line. If he did, this would probably be a real conversation. Right. <laughs> but he didn't. I don't right. understand. I'm, okay, can I be honest with you? Yeah, it still would be a real conversation for me, but <laughs> it would be more real than this current one. Okay. I can say that it'd be more real than this current one, but it still would be real. I still would be like, yeah, so what? But I mean, right? It's not that deep. Yeah, it ain't, it ain't as deep no. as like they tried. They tried to make it a story, and it was because it was like <laughs> like, saw- like like if he would have called if he would have called Tyler Hero white boy, like nobody would have batted an eye. Like, <laughs> no, they would have kept it moving. Yeah, we just kept it moving. I love Tyler Hero, like, but I'm just saying, like, nobody wouldn't have. Tyler would have been like, "Nigga, what?" You know what I'm saying? And then we would have been. <laughs> that would have been the conversation. Tyler would have been. Tyler would have been confused. He would have looked around like, "Which white? Who me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, huh? Which white boy are you talking about? Like, right, oh, right. oh, me. Wow. Whoops. Now, the three, the few things that confused me. For one, the immediate thing that confused me was, oh, well, y'all wouldn't like it if if Lucas said, "Yeah, take that, nigger." I mean, honestly, <laughs> really, honestly. <laughs> Really? Oh, com- complete, complete, complete similarities there. And then on top right. of that, 
It was like, yeah, y'all got to suspend Montrez. Um, yeah, bro, no. I don't know about that. This is a man who who truly decided to go to Duke University to play basketball. Like this is like <laughs> at the at the end of the day, he his his word. Like even when he's on TV, bro. Like I just immediately go to the next network. Like I don't even want to. This it's the only reason this hit my timeline and I, I had to look at it was because I do this show with you. <laughs> if it wasn't for that. Otherwise, it would not be here. Yeah, I wouldn't even listen to this man speak. Like I knew it was shenanigans. Like as soon as he came on, <laughs> take like a deep breath. Like you know, we're in try times, and like I'm like, yeah, all right, that's enough, man. What you got to say? Already <laughs> know what you got to say, man. And just close the video. Man. Yeah, that's it, bro. Well, Luca thankfully was able to say, ah, oh, you know, things happen. Blah, 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 I don't really care. And then <laughs> responded with a 43 point boy. game winner and yeah, a double double. Luca, Luca. He probably, I mean, there's no way he even, like, you know how many times somebody probably said that to him since he got in this league already? <laughs> it's really not that deep. Like, I'm, I'm sure, sure Garnett like, yelled it from the stands. Bro, I'm sure every white player gets it at some point in the league. You know, I mean, it just, it is what it is. Like, but of course, Luca's not like, oh, whatever, nigger. Like, come on, bro. Why would he do that? <laughs> Jay's whole point was just like, his I whole thing was. At this, but, I'm at it. But, it, but it's true. Jay, Jay's whole point was. You know we're in a we're in a we're in a touchy time with with racism and all that, but I'm like, bro, you think Montrez Harrell saying that to Luca is gonna cause a race war in the NBA? Like, what are you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? For, this Luca, this Luke, man, Lucas from Spain, man. He's not worried. He's from Spain, bro. What are we even talking about here? Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I think just the thing that bothers me about it is like, it's just, it's just, a, it's exactly what you're saying. It's just the false equivalence factor of this. It's like, yo. This has nothing to do with any of the racial strife in America. Like, there's no, no connection whatsoever. No. Why are we talking? Like, it's not. And they tried to get like three days worth of story out of it. They and it's like they not really not wanted a suspension bad. It, right. Yeah. It's not even a four hour story. And I'm like, why are we still talking about this? Yeah, Silver Squad was like, nigga, please. I ain't saying spending this for that. <laughs> you know, I'm not doing this. Right. Give him a $15,000 you know, fee and just call it a day, man. I don't have time. <laughs> If Mind Clippers that. end up fuck, if Clippers end up fucking this up, where where are we at? Well, they, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, they still have, you know, they still have Paul George and they still have, excuse me, Kawhi. So Montrez is going to get paid. I think everybody's yeah. aware of that, so he'll be fine too. Like it's hard to it's hard to say. I mean, if they don't, if they mess up this this bubble run and you know it doesn't work out in their favor, I I'm sure everything will kind of stay how it is for the most part. But um. It's hard to say as well if if it won't work out. I mean, there is that situation where they could win and go through. I mean, they they do have um, the guy who who took the Raptors to the promised land, and the Raptors are just fine without him. But we know what mm. Kawhi can do in, in, in clutch times. And I mean, yeah, we can clown Paul George if we want, but he is liable to drop 30, 40 points if you know any night. So uh, it's going to come down. Things have to definitely go in their favor. They do have Doc Rivers. So, but if it doesn't work out, I don't think much will change for the team. They'll probably, you know, go out and get a few guys just to, just to help. But, um, I don't, I don't know if it will explode unless the Lakers win. If the Lakers win the ring, um, and it doesn't work out for the Clippers, then we may see a little bit more movement. Yeah. Um, you left out one part. If they go down three, two, the slander is going to be nuclear. And that's not going to be good for PG's psyche heading into the next game. He'll be on Twitter. So, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely going to be watching what everybody says, and it's going to be a bunch of bad things. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. If I don't get my Clippers-Lakers face off, I'm going to be very pissed. Clippers, clean your shit together. Get get everything together, please. 
Yeah, I would, love, I would love, I would love for it to have it to happen, but um, I don't know. I guess <laughs> they're getting I terrorized. They're getting terrorized by a uh, white man right now. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you're tough. gonna get what you want. And yeah, I'm gonna be so sick. Well, you know what? We're gonna talk about some. Well, actually, no, I don't want to segue into that because actually, we're gonna talk. I was, I was gonna say we're gonna talk about some more white players as we talk about Tim Bulls propaganda <laughs> day. But <laughs> we are actually gonna talk about three. We're going to talk about three very important black men right now as okay. we get closer to the draft lottery and more specifically what Minnesota is going to do with that number one pick. And I want to read this blueprint from Robbie and Jeff. So stay tuned. We're going to take a break and come back. It's RSPN on the Elite Media Group. We'll be back after this. These are the people in your neighborhood. In your neighborhood, in your neighborhood, yes. These are the people in your neighborhood, in your neighborhood. They're the people that you need each day. Rocket Mortgage is working with communities throughout America to end veteran homelessness. Because building great neighborhoods starts with being a great neighbor. Learn more at ahomeforeveryvet.org. <clears throat> All right, we are back. Yeah. RSPN on the Elite Media Group. Of course, he is Jeff. I am Mark. We have Robbie Rab in with us this week to discuss the blueprint that I am seeing on this table right now for their Minnesota Timberwolves and their number one pick that they received last week in the NBA draft lottery. That's Fellas, right. can you explain to me? Actually, you know what? Before you actually we do, like. we know what it feels like. We this isn't the first time. Before you, this isn't. I didn't want to know how it feels because I because Minnesota has had opportunities within this past decade. They flirted with it through a trade. Mm -hmm. They actually received it through the pick for Carl Anthony Towns. Mm -hmm. The trade that ended up with Cleveland Cavaliers. You had what you received to pass Kevin Love over to Cleveland in order to get Andrew Wiggins mm -hmm. and the number one pick. In Anthony Bennett, still fairly weird of a sentence to say. Yeah, it didn't work out. It didn't work out. <laughs> but now you have it again. I'd like to congratulate and I'd like to thank you for keeping happiness away from the New York Knicks. There's seven other teams I could also Elton, uh, what's up, man? I know give you've been, you've been happiness. killing small market teams since this happened. Like he he took he took his energy out on every small market team in the league. He thought shit was sweet. He thought shit was sweet. The Knicks, he, he wanted to hand out. You know, I don't know what to say, man. You know, and let's discuss the team got it. The handout thing with Knicks fans is so weird because it's like they I start to really think about it, and people really say, "Okay, please help rig the NBA draft," and that's just a poor thing to say <laughs> in general. I thought, I thought, I thought Knicks fans had a little bit more heart than that. Yeah, they thought the Zion because the Zion thing didn't work out that they were entitled to something in this lottery, and that was where the heartbreak came in. Because it, you know, it hit them really quick that wait a minute, the NBA is not looking out for us. Adam Silver doesn't care that you and the Lakers were here from from the damn thirties. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who 
Who cares? You don't you don't care, clearly, because here's what's going to happen. You struck out on Zion next year. I mean, you struck out on Zion last year. Let's say it was at 9.04 p.m. Mm-hmm. 9.05 p.m., you already have LaMelo Ball in the Knicks jersey. You are yeah. here Why they 100% doing? for the next year, and yeah. Adam knows it. Why rig? You're still going to be here. It's not like you're going to take a – it's not like you're going to – it's not like you're going to uh, – uh, uh, Make sure that you're out of the, the draft lottery and not pay attention to it at all. You know who needs the rig? Cleveland needs the rig. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland needs four number one picks in four years. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know <laughs> who needs the rig? The damn Golden State Warriors who just spent hundreds of millions on a brand new arena. And now they just lost Kevin Durant. And now Curry and Clay are gone for how long? They need they need the rig. You want to make sure that you keep people in your new area in San Francisco. Knicks mm-hmm. don't need the rig. They're <laughs> still it, here. They don't need the rig. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. They could just do it the old fashioned way, like the Nets are doing. But I don't know. Maybe they got to persuade people to actually want to play there. Maybe that'll work. There's an well, old Young Buck song on Buck the World, released okay. in the year 2007. I'm familiar. I'm familiar. The song is called "You Ain't Going Nowhere." I'm familiar. That <laughs> is your relationship with yourself and the NBA. Give it a spin. It's on all DSPs. Elton, I love you, bro. I see you still posting the pictures of LaMelo in a Knicks jersey. I just want to know how. I just want to know how at eight. He said, and and and, and here's, here's what the Knicks said. It's not even as Elton. It's the Knicks. We are going to make the best out of that number eight pick. Well, duh. I mean, no, that's a like, yeah, what, <laughs> of course you are. I We're mean, still going to get who we want in that number eight pick. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess. The whiteboard has like they've erased some names, so now it's like exactly <laughs> who's on there, you know, at eight. I get it, man. I get it. But you know, just I, said Lamelo Ball didn't have any other names. Just said Lamelo. Yeah, that was it. They really whiteboard. Whiteboard. Yeah. Erased it. yeah, it's so crazy to me because they went for the big name, you know, the the, the Jersey guy. But to be fair, Ant Edwards is the best player in this draft. Period. I mean, it just mm-hmm. that is just what it is. Lamelo is very good, and I think he's definitely top three. Um, and it's just going to come down to like you know who wants what, but um, it's like fans, like, because I feel like it's easy to, you know, point them out in the line, like LaMelo Ball, it's like, that's who they want, you know, because it's, 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 he's a ball brother, you know, so, um, but, yeah, you get the media. yeah, but, you know, they'll get, they're not going to get a, a, to touch either of those guys, Pauls, nope. because it's just not going to happen. Like, really? They don't have, they don't have, the picture. <laughs> really? Grow up, Jeff. I know, I know. It's tough. Christ. It's tough. <laughs> now, as I watched the draft lottery, D'Angelo Russell had the most enthusiastic fist that I've ever seen. Yeah, man. He's so happy to be there. You can just see it, man. Jimmy never smiled like this in, in Minnesota. He never smiled. What? <laughs> Why do you bring it there? Because now, now when I bring it there, then it's Jimmy, an issue. Why Jimmy do you have never, to bring it there? I mean, all I'm saying, I'm not making fun of him. I'm just saying he never smiled like this when he was in Minnesota. It may be because he's not into, you know, showing his teeth every time he takes a picture. I'm not sure. But D'Angelo looked great. He looked happy. You know, he looked like he was he's prepared to to, to play with Cat. Um, I'm so happy for the for the team. I'm I'm glad they pulled D'Angelo in to even do this. Um, so yeah, man, it, it's it's a uh, it's a great feeling to have the number one pick. Um, I'm sure Robbie feels the same way. We have we I have plans for the pick. Um, I think our team is 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 close to like truly competing, but like we we have had issues. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and act like 
we should have been better than what we have been. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we've dealt with some injuries. So I'm not going to sit here and act like we're going to get this pick. And then like, you know, I can make my jokes about being in the playoffs and stuff like that, but I don't know if we're close to like truly like taking it to a new level, but it's definitely the right step. And now if we do do what I'm going to get into right now, which is the whole Devin Booker thing that I kind of brought up on the show like a year ago and um, you know, them having this this connection and all three of them being close friends and you know d book already being from the midwest and you know the tweets to bring him home is already hitting you know what i'm saying like i i'm if he comes i'm taking full responsibility as a matter of fact i want piece of the contract like i'm taking i'm taking everything possible i'm buying the jersey you know we may do a giveaway on the show just because i'm i'm just feeling it so much like <laughs> i'm so i'm so confident that like it's in the plans but at the Can same you run time, run back a piece of the uh, a piece of the contract. That I usually so want a piece of his contract. Yeah, yeah I'll take I'll take two percent. You know what I'm saying? It won't even be nothing crazy, man. I just want I just want my credit. I just want my credit because I told I told niggas on this show a year ago what the plan was when we got D'Angelo Russell. Some of y'all didn't even believe me when I said we was gonna get Russell, and then that happened. That is that actually that is a fact. That's a fact. That okay. is a fact. I said it. I said it's done. I said the deal couldn't get done fast enough. He, he, he took his contract from the Warriors. He was going to get traded to us later for Andrew Wiggins. And it happened just like that. I'm telling you right now, the call has been made at least. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen. I just I feel like it, it, there is a possibility that we can get Devin Booker and dangle this first round pick in order to do it with obviously some other things. But um, I think he'd be happy to go to Minnesota and play with D'Angelo Russell and Kat. And I, at that point... I think we will be able to like truly compete. Like I'm not, you know, I don't want to say we'll be, you know, a, a, a top two, three team in the West, but like we'll, we'll be in the playoffs. We'll be competing and every player there will be playing at their highest level because it's what they've all been waiting on. So if it doesn't happen that way, the Devin Booker situation, which is truly what I want, regardless, we're in a very, very good situation um, going forward, just how our team is made up because we have an opportunity to pick uh a really good player at number one. And that's why, you know, I'm not going to like sit here and put all my eggs in one basket when it comes to Devin Booker. I want it, but uh, we can go get LaMelo Ball, who um, has basically proven playing overseas and just his his growth, you know, before getting to the league that it's, it's all there for him. It's sky's the limit there for him. And he's probably the best ball brother, period. Um, and then uh, Ann Edwards, who is probably the best player in the draft, the opportunity to get him as well. So screwing this up would be, I, I just feel like it'd be extremely difficult for us to mess this up. Yeah. We're good at screwing up drafts though, but we are, we're not we this one, <laughs> but not this one. We're not, we're not going to blow this one. <laughs> I think, um, I think what's kind of crazy about the Devin Booker thing is like, even if it doesn't happen, like, you know, a hundred percent that they're going to try. And I think that's what's different about the Timberwolves this time, because I think in the past, they, they wouldn't have rolled the dice in situations like that. And they're also in a spot where they know they have to keep Cat happy because they don't want to end up in a spot where Cat yeah. walks. Because that's really the nightmare situation. Like, yeah. so you have to. Like, yeah, yeah, for real. E- even if you feel like we have no shot at book, you still have to try just you so Cat knows that what you attempted. Yeah, right. what can we do? Right. And that, that would just trying is enough. If it you is. pull it off, you probably solidified your future. But oh man, you, you pull it off. You keep all three of these guys for a minute, right. you know, and that's right. that's all we want. That's all we can ask for. But if it right. doesn't get pulled off, we're still in a really good situation, and that is what's important. We got a young coach. 
you know, the team is about to get uh, new management, new, you know, about to buy them out. Me and Robbie are still working on it. KG is is pulling my hand right now. I don't really know if I have the funds to like, I know Robbie got the funds, but I don't know if I got the funds to like, push forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really working do. on the investors. It's, it's tough. And right now, you know, the way the economy is and COVID and, and America. The economy? It's tough, man. It's tough. Now you know I gotta buy a new crib soon. You know Robbie lives in New York. I know his rent is probably three three beds. I'm thinking new house. house. What is more important, housing or beating Kevin Garnett? I, I wanna, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I want a ring, but I want some property as well. You know, so we'll, you, we'll, you, you can sleep how, in the arena. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you own it. Who's gonna tell you you can't sleep in in the middle of the, in middle of the court? We'll see how it all plays out, man. I'm, I'm, I am really. It's an exciting time to be, uh, to be a Timberwolves fan, and uh, we, me and Robbie got a lot of love on Twitter that day. Um, and then yeah. we also got a lot of people who were, you know, upset, and those people were mainly Nick fans who, again, for whatever <laughs> reason, think that they were inclined to this pick to be theirs no matter what. So, uh, you know, if it was the Bobcats who got number one pick or the Warriors. The, the tweets would have came in the same just to those people. So I'm not mad at the Nick fans, man. But Elton, man, you know, you can we can come on the show here soon. It's no biggie. We can talk it out. We can shake hands. But Elton does not want to shake hands. He can, Elton, Elton wants to pick. We got to pick an eight, man. Still got to pick an eight, man. <laughs> I mean, nothing changes, like, you know, at the end of the day. So I know that the Nick fans feel like uh, things were in place for it to happen for them, and it didn't. And that's just the reality, man. I will, I will. If if it's a jig, because we're about to go under new ownership, then let it be a jig. It's still done. <laughs> it don't matter, man. It's done. It's a done deal. Now, as you bring up, as you bring up uh, your your previous number one pick, Carl Anthony Towns. A lot mm-hmm. of people have the conversations of Jokic. A lot of people have conversations of Embiid as far as their importance and and their evolution towards the center of the game. But uh, well, the, the 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 center portion of the game, I should say. But yeah. Cat also had an improving year this year. How did you like Cat? seeing his advancements and what he wanted to do to elevate his game and maybe even get to you a higher Cat? ceiling? Yeah, with Cat. Cat is the best shooting big man in the league, bro. Yeah. So I mean, his game is probably only going to expand. I know he's 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 had uh, loss this year, unfortunately, um, and I, I know like. When players have to deal with those type of things and, you know, greatness really does show out. We've seen it, man. Players come out, they play with a chip on their shoulder. They have another reason to play even harder. Yeah. Um, I think his game will continue to expand. Um, he already is – he's damn near complete. You know, I think he still has some things to work on defensively, even though he is still a, a pretty good defensive player. Like, I, there's still things he has to work on. And But we got to get – we got to get that that team – structure around him so he can properly flourish i mean it, uh, the things in his growth and his development that haven't happened aren't generally all his fault you know we haven't necessarily been able to put it around him yet so um yeah but he he's he stepped up uh, like i said a, a whole lot he's the best shooting big man in the, in the game and um i just want to see i just want to see something for it. i don't want us to have this guy for seven eight years maybe longer and then like there's nothing really to show for it you know so that's why I, I want more. Now, as we cement the number one pick as of right now, you have to start getting into the idea from a Minnesota perspective of who you actually want. But from what I hear from you and Robbie, it looks like those top two are pretty well cemented between Anthony Edwards and James Wiseman, who would end up going number two to Golden State if you do not choose James Wiseman at number one, yeah. of, of course. Do you want is, is, is Anthony Edwards set in stone for your perspective in Minnesota. Uh, 
Um, I don't, I don't know about, I don't know about Robbie. I'm, you know, but I will honestly be, I'll be happy with Ant or Lamelo. Like, I know Lamelo is a point guard. He's also six eight. Um, so I'm not, I wouldn't be upset with taking Lamelo and just running that backcourt, like you know, Melo, uh, Russell. Like, I'm not, I wouldn't be upset with it. The issue is we just drafted a shooting guard last year, which I thought was basically the replacement for Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how that, I mean, his development wasn't, wasn't awful either, but right now I would probably say if we're, if we're drafting, we're keeping the pick, it would be hard for me to say no to Anthony Edwards, mm-hmm. but I would take, I will take LaMelo ball and like, I'm sure it'll work out fine. But, um, we will have a bit more of a circus, I'm sure. But <laughs> other than that, like I don't, I don't, I don't really feel no type of way about it. <laughs> yeah, Do you want the circus in Minnesota? Because the circus comes with some fun yeah, shit. I low key, circus I low, comes like, with some fun shit. I ain't gonna lie. Low key, you know, I kind of, I, I do, I do kind of want it. Although the last time we brought a circus in. Um, which was Jimmy Butler when he was wearing his clown paint. Like, you know, it was one of those things where he basically, he, I don't know, he was never really like, he was never really a Timberwolf, bro. Like his whole, his whole what? thing was never I mean, really. He hated the team. Yeah, he, yeah, he was never really. Timberwolf. He hated everyone. Like, was never like that, you know. Um, that, that Y'all remember how that little interview went down, how like we yeah. thought we were going to get this big bomb of like information, man. It, that was some of the corniest stuff that I've still seen to this day. So, <laughs> um, they made a new, they made it, they made a, a, a headline out of something that literally happens in in sports all the time, you know? So, um, and Jimmy rolled that wave, which I thought was just lame. So whatever. Mm-hmm. If you want to bring the circus down for LaMelo ball, so be it. Like it's not, it's, it is what it is. We still, we still, uh, we still got COVID, man. His dad can't be in there anyway. <laughs> oh, 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 he's coming. Nice. I'm gonna say, you think he cares about safeguarding? <laughs> hey, in Minnesota, in a snow coat, they're being embarrassing. Hey man, look, I'll, slip like it on said, snow. I'll take Lamelo Ball. I'll take Lamelo Ball. I'll take Ant Edwards. I'll take Devin Booker. <laughs> All three. <laughs> how Is that the blueprint? Hold on, give me this. That's, the, that's <laughs> the blueprint. I don't. I don't really want James Wiseman. Although he's gonna be a hell of a player, I just. Yeah. I don't really. I don't feel like we need that at this very moment. No. I'm reading this blueprint. I see Edwards, Lamelo, mm-hmm. Booker, and a drawing of an arena. Yeah, that's it. And KG <laughs> crossed out. This is this is this is what was discussed for the past couple Mark, days. But I, I told you, I told you straight up, Mark. Like I would absolutely love if KG. Like man, it would be it would be, and I'm, I'm sure Robbie feels the same. It would be so cool. Like straight right. up, like, it really would. Like it's the perfect situation because I know that he's gonna fight to make the team better. That's the only reason why I think about it so much is like, man, you got sometimes you got to have somebody in there who's who's played there and has that has that energy for the team. Like, you know, not just a job per se. Like it's it's, it's got to be it's got to be deeper than than that, man. Like uh, actually, this is kind of this is kind of off base, but it's a it's a really good example of just like, you know, I, I fucking hate Arsenal with all my heart. Right. But like their owner owns the Rams and my homie, my homie, you know, Malone, he's Arsenal. He's an Arsenal guy. So he's always hitting me like. Man, Arsenal is just a side project for this guy. Da, da, da. He ain't giving us no money to buy no players. You talking about um, Stan Kroenke? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and you know he he he's got the stadium being built. He's got all this stuff going on, you know, with the Rams. But like Malone is like struggling to transfer players over to his team, and he's like, "Yo, what's going on?" It's it's a similar thing. Like you want to have somebody in there who truly cares about the product, you know, and and wants to see the team be successful. And it's not just a check. You know what I'm saying? Like, go out there and really try to make a move for free agents and convince people to come play with these players. 
Yeah. I think KG really do that. I really do. I think with KG, the only thing I can touch with KG is like, we got to have some sort of checks and balances because you can't let the old NBA player make too many personnel calls (laughs) because (laughs) they start, they start, they start doing, they start doing and saying things that don't make sense. And that's how you have a starting five where nobody has a jump shot. Like that's how those kind of things happen. Like, so like, there got to be somebody in the room to be like, okay, no, but look, you de- he should be involved, but it has to be some sort of control. Uh, as for the draft, I definitely want Ant. Uh, I like Lamelo, but I'm concerned about moving um, either of them, either between him I and Delo, off of the ball. Yeah. That concerns yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And then also because in the grand scheme of things, if Lamelo is who we think he is, that just me, this all just results in Delo not having a job. So we don't want to, yeah, we definitely don't. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to affect LaMelo's growth, too. It, it, it'd have to work yep. out perfect for one of them to go to the two and just, like, flourish, which, I, I mean, I right. think Russell can do it, but I do like when the ball's in his hands. So, right, yeah, I, you know, right. like I said, it's going to be tough to mess this draft up. It really is. Yeah, we'll be fine either way. Well, I hope things pull out well for Minnesota because I take a look into the eyes of Stephen Curry with his new braids, and I see a deeper <laughs> plot. Oh, I yeah? see the deeper plot. That number two pick has a whole lot of uh, what's the best terminology that I can use for it? There's something that's being planned with this number two pick that I don't like. Warriors, man. Look, I know we we talk about it, man. Like you know, have their time maybe is over or whatever. Like that. I, nah, this is scary. It, this bro. is like, not good. A team like that getting a number two pick that can, they can really do whatever they want with it. And the the, scary, the scariest thing about that number two pick is like. You got you got teams like the Knickenbockers who are desperate. They may give up a lot to the Warriors to just to get that pick and go get. You know what I'm saying? I mean that's real. Imagine if we take Ant right, and they know that, and they decide to send a hole to the Warriors to just just to get Lamelo Ball. You know, it's like you know what? Let's just do it. And right. the Knicks are still in the same place that they were because they just gave up everything <laughs> that they've built the past few years. Stealing the Jacks. Yeah, I mean. You know, that's a real Knicks move. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if, like, because def- especially with fans, like, they, they listen so much to their fans, which is a good thing, but it can also be a right. bad thing, you know, because at the end of the day, it's like, oh, fans are upset. We need to make a play. We need to make a move. They may bite on something that the Warriors are dangling and be like, damn, let's do this deal. We don't really need the second pick. They don't need the second pick. They really don't right. need it. It's, 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 an, it's a plus. I don't like, like it. A luxury for them, you know, so they can trade it or they can go get a, a really young player and still ball out so it's a scary place for the warriors to be uh i mean at least for people who think that they may be finished um because we've had rumors about clay leaving we've had rumors about uh draymond leaving it hasn't happened i don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon i don't think they're going anywhere and yeah the braids the braids on steph is i don't know man I don't know, man. This is scary, man. It's scary, man. It's, scary. It's, those, it's those braids. It's those braids without the hairline. You know, like when I had when I had braids, like you know, I had the. I, I still have my hairline. I had the. It's just a thing. You gotta have the baby hair. It's kind of like flourishing from the top. You know what I'm saying? hundred percent. You got. It's just my thing. Like I, I just prefer that. But he had his straight pulled back from the skin. You know, so Curry sneeze and shit is done. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. He hit one three, and it's gonna the whole the whole. <laughs> it's one three to six. I'm, I'm glad bed. you brought that up. As somebody yeah. who has dreads and like gets my dreads braided, bro, you need the baby hairs. That is literally yeah. necessary. It. If it's, it's just scalp, you look crazy. You look it crazy. Does not look good. 
He had, he had a scout, bro. He had a scout pull back. And I was like, man, he's really sicko mode right now. Like, he's really feeling So we'll just see, man. Also, I'm just seeing – I know we may, like, we, we talked about this before the show, but I can't, I cannot believe that whoever cleared this Nipsey verse to be on this Big Sean single is really <laughs> – what? I Why did no this be the Big Sean slander? Where did that even come from? What was that? I was I was discussing all this all this Nick stuff, and in the wake of it, I'm like looking at Elton's tweets, like I'm trying to remember anything. I got to say this nigga, and then I'm refreshing the timeline, and I see that the single is. Fe- I didn't even see that the single had Nipsey on it. And he's been hyping that Nipsey single for a good minute. So it's been a rough day for for LA natives. I saw some white people taking picture outside the Inglewood sign, and it pissed me <laughs> off. And now this. That's how it Great. is. That those Olympics coming. <sighs> Eric, Eric Eric did warn us. Eric did warn us. Interfication is going down in my city. We got two games on tonight to actually catch on TNT as things are slowing down. By the time you hear us next week, there's more than likely going to be the second round. So you'll have the Jazz and the Nuggets playing game five tonight. Who knows if the Utah Jazz will be able to finalize this and make sure that Denver does not get any other type of extra confidence in a win tonight. But if they do close it out, they'll be moving on to the second round. And you have game five of the series tied 2-2 between the Clippers and the Mavericks. All eyes, of course, will be on Paul George. Unfortunately for Paul, hopefully he's going to have a very good game to make sure Kawhi is not staring down his back (laughs) so that they can move on to the second round. And so that more specifically, I can get my Lakers and Clippers conference finals. I'm being very I'm being very selfish this week. I don't know what it is with this week. Yeah, you're you're feeling yourself, man. You know, you're feeling yourself. Am I but, feeling? Am I feeling the, myself? The Lakers, the Lakers will go through, man. We're I know we saw them, we're recording this during the during the Lakers Blazers game. It's ninety one. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the score, ninety one yeah. to fifty three. That's that's, that's LeBron terrible. just hit from the logo too. <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw it, but he just hit from the logo, bro. So he said, "Shit, I can do that too, nigga." Yeah, <laughs> nigga, I can't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> so Lillard's gonna be like, "Nigga, shut up." What page on Malcolm X you want? Ron's gonna stutter, and then you're like, "All right, all right, I got you, I got you." That's where we're at, huh? What happened? What happened? There's no hello on that. That was straight, Mike. I seen, I seen Taylor Rooks. I seen Taylor Rooks. Uh, uh, test, test. uh, I seen Taylor Rooks test the waters. I thought you were about to say something else. I swear to God. I, you never, I never know with you. I never know with you. Like, so I was sitting here. I know. I Robbie can't say Taylor Rooks has the waters. Robbie definitely got on the edge of this chair. He's like, damn, is he about to say Yeah, something? no, I'm not going to lie. I, I was definitely nervous too. Oh, I was like, where is Taylor Rooks? Where are you going to take this? <laughs> what? Where are you going with this? Thank where did God. you think I was going with Malcolm X, LeBron, and Taylor? War- and- wow. Hey, we don't know with you. We don't hey, know. Man. You. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. You know what? We just put on a classic episode. Classic episode for everyone today, with Robbie. Robbie came through. Robbie might have to come through once a month. <laughs> hey man, uh, look, I'm down anytime y'all need me, man. I appreciate it every time. Of course, you can make sure to check out the 2020 Double XL Freshman Mag that is in stores as of right now, right? It should be at, uh, yeah, because it should be on stands in September, so it should be very soon. Okay, so very, very soon you'll be able to pick up the 2020 Freshman Mag. Still something that I look forward to a whole lot because I love the youth that is in music in general. I listened to Juicy J with very, very much attentiveness when he said in 2000 and... How long ago was that? 2010? It was 2010, right? (laughs) Young niggas are taking over. I promise. He might have been high as hell when he said it, but he said young niggas 
And I listened with full precision. I'm gonna pull up in the mask. Hit up, hit up a, a, a Barnes and Noble. Y'all, y'all, y'all ever been in Books a Million? <laughs> what the hell is that? No. Y'all remember Books a Million? What the hell is that? Hey man, Books a Million had it had it on lock back in the day, man. I go to Books a Million, cop me a magazine, give me some Pokemon cards, and call it a day, man. Pokemon <laughs> cards, masked up. I can't even remember where I bought my Pokemon cards. We know you can't because you stole them all. What? <laughs> what is with the slander this you week? Never, for another you never time, paid for in your life. Yeah, well, well, where where did this go this week? Sam Mark was posting his Charizard in 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 you know for the lookout post, knowing damn well he got that from some kid. There's no blood on that. <laughs> that's not a dirty. That's not a dirt dirty Zard. Not the Charizard you stole from that kid at camp. That's not no dirty Zard. What are you talking about? You told me about this already, Mark on the low. You trying to say my Zard is dirty? That's crazy. That that kid is that kid after twenty one. That That's kid has subscribed to the Elite channel. He's gonna hear this. There's no way. Be like, that is my <laughs> There's no, there's no chance in hell that, that kid is listening right now. No, no chance fan? in hell. Okay. Okay, we're gonna see. No chance in hell. Now, Robbie, as we talk about the 2020 <laughs> freshman mag, because I'm escaping directly from where Dev is going on right now. Yeah, you better. You better. <laughs> <laughs> my damn Mike, my damn Mike doesn't even want to hear me right now. Oh man! With numerous freshman issues under your belt, Robbie, we've seen we've seen uh, a, a lot of, a lot of positiveness from these past few years from your work in the freshman uh, issue in XXL. You've been able to see many different alumni grow within their years and turn from freshmen into seeing their successes. Their albums are actually releasing in full uh, successes in top tens and Billboard. Anything of that nature has that been one of the best payoffs as you go year through year of the freshman issue? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, because a lot of the times, uh, at least because I've done the 2018, 2019, and 2020, um, and you know, the, everybody is in different points of their career when they get to the cover. You know, some of them is really early on. Some of them are starting to heat up. Some of them, like they're literally blowing up as you're doing the cover. Mm-hmm. Perfect example of that would be like uh, 2019 when you had um, Meg, the baby, and Gunna. And particularly, Gunna was more established than than those two realistically at the at the moment. But mm-hmm. Megan and the baby were like kind of going through the roof, like literally within the moment. And you know, seeing stuff like that is cool. And then also seeing how far they go because in 2019, like Meg's buzz was nuts. But like in 2020, it's like double, triple that right now. Like she's going further and further and further. Right. And then the baby kind of stuck around so consistently and kept doing his thing. And I mean, then you have like a little Mosey who kind of came out of nowhere, had a hit off of a leak and now like he, he has like a top 10 hit now and he's yeah. definitely going to get a plaque out of just completely out of nowhere. So, you know, it's kind of unpredictable, but it, it's very cool to see them kind of evolve. And, you know, and as it comes to this year, there's definitely people that I have my eye on to see, you know, what's coming up with them in the next couple of years. Did Figo really leak early? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, it did. It, yeah. Like, I don't even remember how it leaked. It It definitely leaked and like it blew up. And everybody loved it, and which is a rare thing that doesn't really happen with labels. Where if yeah. your song leaks, they go, "Hey, let's we should release it uh, officially," and like <laughs> and like push it. You would think everybody would do this, but they don't. Mm-hmm. So I was shocked when uh, you know it went that way with him and Interscope, but they did it the right way, and now he has an actual hit just off a song that leaked. Pretty much, they put it on the deluxe of his album and went right back to the streets. That's how you do it. Yeah, yeah. See. You just said the word deluxe, and the PTSD just triggered directly into my brain. <laughs> although, although it is very easy for me to add this <sighs> in DSPs, I'm not. I'm not, not going to go too deep. Jeff. I'm not going to go too deep. I'm not going to go too deep. Okay. But 
But the deluxe, how 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 can I say this? Uh, yeah, see, see, say this is this is this is really triggering me that bad. Is there an area that we are going to start seeing a whole lot less of these, Robbie? In your opinion? Oh, you mean do you think the deluxes? Do I think the deluxes are going to stop? The deluxe jig, yes. No. <laughs> no. What? what? No. Huh? No. It's going to get worse. It's not going to stop. <laughs> I want my three track deluxes back. I don't want a full. No. I don't want a full 14, 14 no. track project. In order for it to stop, somebody has to reset it and go back to like three track deluxes. But that's gonna take like you're getting deluxe deluxe into oblivion until at least the end of the year. God but damn it, Uzi. somebody has to reset it and put out like a deluxe that's like just three songs. The Brent, that Brent deluxe is coming. The Brent deluxe is coming, man. If the Brent Deluxe comes, I'm going to be so pissed because he's is, already in my top 10. It's he's only, already in my only, top 10 albums. Now I got to delete songs. that, redo it again. It's only three songs. <laughs> it's only three songs. How do you know? I got it. I got the, I got it right now. You have the three songs in the Fuck the World Deluxe. <laughs> I absolutely it better, not be the, one, it better not be the 2 Chains remix. One that's is, a waste. Uh, one, okay. One, one, one of the records is a two-walk-in, and then the other record is called Spring in Atlanta. Which is just an instrumental, so it is a true like it's really a one new song deluxe. So. Oh no, no, no! The one, the one song is. <laughs> I'm hard. not deleting a whole album for one song. The one song is hard. I will say that, but yeah, he better just release it as a single. You know, Brent, hey, that's, my, that's my dog. So just do it like me. Just hit like on the joint you like, and let it be that. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Let it be that. That's it. Right. But see, but let's see that that is a conversation that we have to have where Spotify doesn't really care about play counts and you have the opportunity to do that. You can just be like, oh, right. fuck it. Cause you're, you're unwrapped. Spotify unwrapped does not go deep into play counts. Like fucking Apple music replay does. They do it with artists. They do it with uh, certain albums and things like that, but it's a lot more, um, what's the best word diverse than 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 what apple music does with replay me i have to fucking delete the album and you add it again yet? you move over to spotify no yeah i mean i have well, why not but i, I have to either i i feel it's the pressure happening. from rnc i feel the pressure like jake five is basically <laughs> putting niggas in boston crabs just to get the canvases yeah the canvases are cute canvases are no, cute man. they are can't they, lie they are. but it's not happening they really are hard, they are hard. <laughs> i don't know I don't know if I can do. It. I can, I don't know if I can lead the the fruit, man. I don't know if I can lead the fruit. Feel me? <laughs> I love Apple, bro. I'm one of them niggas for sure. Like off the brand, like y'all, man, y'all know me. I don't even know why I have to say that. Y'all already know how I get down. <laughs> like, I, I'm definitely with Apple because of the brand. <laughs> and this you admit it. I appreciate that yeah, you just that's a, that's a told fact. the truth. Like, look, the I'm just here because I like the brand. Yeah, I do. I do have Spotify, um, but I don't use it as much. We just now, rock the talk. Now, now the 2020 freshmen this year, we have 24K Golden, Fabio Foreign, Mulatto, Rod Wave, Jack Harlow, Baby Keem, Lil TJ, Chica, Lil Keed, Annalie Choppa, Cowboy, and Polo G. What is your favorite thing about this year's class musically? And more specifically, uh, why is it Baby Keem's album? Anyway, anyway. <laughs> no, I like I like his album. Uh, but you said uh, musically in general, I think I think this time like we have a lot of people who kind of speak to very specific fan bases, but are still like big in a very like kind of particular way. Like Polo G, like his music is like really like he makes like really serious music, and he's good at that. 
but he's also like really popular and he's doing it in his own way and he doesn't like he's not extra he doesn't do corny things on instagram mm-hmm. like he just really makes music and chills in the house and i can respect stuff like that um mulatto i like mulatto's album a lot um you know i'm happy that she kind of you know it, you can see her growth to this point to where she would be able to put out a project that works out like kind of from end to end and kind of shows who she yeah, is and she I did that it. with this um keyed um trapped on cleveland three uh i really was happy about that um because you know me and key me and key have been cool every time we come into office and he knows that like i've always kind of supported him and always been behind him even before he was a freshman and I'm pretty sure he wanted to be, well, not pretty sure. I know for a fact he wanted to be a freshman in 2019. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, I'm glad that, you know, we got a bit here Probably this year in 2020. Yeah, he, he definitely wanted it in 2019, but I'm glad that he's in here and he got it because, I mean, it's well-deserved. And then, you know, Jack Harlow, I don't know what more I could say. You know, I've known him for a minute, um, supported him for a while. And this is kind of like, you know, at 2020, he's just kind of having his moment yeah, he's in the out sun. Of and I feel he's like, he's out of right, here, I, and I feel like the, um, the cover is kind of like the cherry on top for all of it, really. But you know, I mean, he he's been he's put the time in, and he's just rolling now. So, can we count in for the YSL dread colors from from Robbie Rav coming soon? <laughs> a blonde, a red, <laughs> maybe maybe a little slime green. <laughs> if Keen is putting the YSL chain on you, you have to come through with the dreads. Have to. I feel like yeah. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like YSL, I feel like they don't let you be down if you have dreads and you don't die at least one of them. Like, I feel like you can't be in. Yeah, otherwise. natural dreads? So I what think is about that? This. Right. I don't, think, I don't think there's anybody on there who has natural dreads at this point. Like, so I think I got to figure out what my color would be. With that said, I'm definitely 32. So I don't know if I have there you like, go. There you I go. Not a lot of options off. there. You know, yeah, you can pull there. it off. That's easy. <laughs> Well, thank you. That's very nice of you. Now, everything with the XXL freshman issue, of course, make sure to check it out when it actually does reach on stands and you can catch any further information on the freshman issue and everything that is following up with that on XXL as well. But be sure to check in with Robbie Rav. Follow Robbie at Robbie R-A-V on Instagram and Twitter as well for everything else that is coming up with XXL and, of course, all of his different words and his editorials, things that I love to read a whole lot come from Robbie himself. I think Thank he's you, very man. talented he's with the man. He's the man. The way that he's Thank able to tell stories and portray things without any type of fluff puts his words <laughs> very direct. <laughs> and I think that is something that can be really appreciated because me specifically. Look at you. Look at uh, you, Mark. Uh, what? You just, you just caught his nigga. This nigga right, J.K. Rowling out here, man. <laughs> he is. It's, it's really, it really no is a talent. It really is a talent. No, that, no baby. fluff. The point. No fluff. <laughs> nah, it, re- it really is a talent because right. it's, it's hard. It's hard to do. He's, as he's as you start, it it gets it gets difficult to try and to try and paint pictures and tell different things, and be very conscious of how it is coming out of you specifically and how you want to address it. Robbie is definitely one of the best that I have seen do that. So as you are checking everything with double XL, make sure that you are checking in at Robbie Rav as well. Robbie, do you want to plug in a couple of other things before we actually jump out and head out for the week? Uh, I have um, weekly interviews with new artists. It's called the break on double XL comes out every Wednesday. Um, So pretty much every Wednesday, It'll be me talking to like a newer artist. And um, I mean, I just wanted to like the simple things you kind of 
check out if you want to keep up with me. And then also every Friday you have um, best 13 songs of the week. So this just pretty simple. Yeah. Best 13 songs from each week. Every Friday, it'll be up by like 1 p.m. Ideally. We'll be on it. But that's pretty much where it is. But I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Absolutely, yeah, Robbie. DoubleXLMag.com if you want to check in the break. And of course, the 13 best songs of the week as well from Robbie. But I think that's all we have. I think that's all we have as of left right now. Um, Chris Paul, Chris Paul had ended up say, saying it a little bit earlier as he won, uh, as the Thunder won specifically the game against the Houston Rockets. But best well wishes up to Jacob Blake and everything Absolutely. that is going down with that as of right now. Um, Push through, man. Push through. Yeah, there's going to be a lot that's coming out from that within the next week. Um, this is something that I, 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 we've seen Donovan Mitchell already tweet it, said, fuck the games, fuck the playoffs. I, I can't believe that this is something that we have to actually continue to talk about while we are doing this. So this is this is this is going to be a conversation that is going to continue uh, definitely going forward, not only in the NBA, uh, but in our current lives as well. I was 100 percent shocked that he was able to take all of that and still live, hopefully we'll be able to live very uh, comfortably and we will see what other information comes from that. But best well wishes goes out uh, to Jacob Blake as of today. For sure. For sure. And with that, um, what do we Elton, have for the week? Holla at me, Elton. Get at me, man. Text me or something, man. We can have a conversation outside of all this, <laughs> this drama. We can shake hands. We can be men about this. So, um, you want Elton to squash the beef? You want Elton to squash the beef? Really? There's, there's no reason for Timberwolves fans and Knicks fans to really be fighting. I mean, they've right. been trash as long okay. as we have. Trash. <laughs> all right. You know what? <laughs> On that note, Elton, if you want to bury the hatchet, if you want to get some of those I'll Nick demons off you. It's possible. We'll be I'm, able I'm, to the, the door it. is open. The door is open. Nothing demons ain't going nowhere. I'm lying. <laughs> 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 we'll see y'all next week.